Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, how you been, man? Not bad, not bad. Uh, getting, getting closer to the, uh, to the best holiday of the year. Arbor Day? No. I, I know, I know. You love Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you love, uh, was it UEA parent- Teachers Weekend or whatever? Is that the <laughs> fall break? I. That's, that's, that's what you're talking about, right? <laughs> that's yeah. why you're that's why you're watching all the horror movies, getting ready for it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, that's isn't that isn't that what everyone yeah, yeah. does? Um, it's a it's a lot. So it's a lot professor's tradition or something. Exactly, exactly. So like a fun thing that I've been doing with my kids in class is that I, ma- I make them do journals every day. But this year around, I decided that every day, if I can make it work, it's going to be a like lesser known like unofficial holiday okay so let me see like 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 national donut day and stuff like that or yeah stuff like that so like so like um tuesday is is uh national greasy food day national fine art appreciation day and it's also national chucky the killer doll day (laughs) uh let's see wednesday is National Pumpkin Day, Thursday is National Black Cat Day, and Friday is National, uh, or sorry, International Animation Day. Oh. Yeah. So, ba- so I base like little journal prompts around those, and it's it's been interesting. Oh, is it snowing again? Yeah, say, it sounds like fun. What's, what's the snow used to go? Oh, uh, you see, Drew, for those of us that live in the mountains as opposed to the Central Valley, uh, when temperatures get below zero degrees Fahrenheit, which I know is like only theoretical wait, there wait, in California. Wait, wait, Steve. Wait, Steve. We can get below zero? <laughs> Heard of this mystical place where it freezes from time to time? I... Legends have been told. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's getting to be winter here. Oh, hold on. Uh keep keep recording my things doing weird shit. All right. And I'm back. All right. <laughs> Sorry, uh he was doing those. Did, does your audacity do the like thing where like freezes up for a couple seconds and then like when you hit stop it's like hey, you have lost orphan files over these things where you, they, it just kind of shat itself? Okay. Sometimes I I think I I've had that happen like two or three times. Luckily, like 
the sections that it would lose i'm like okay it's not super important i can work around it yeah but now now if audacity decides to like just freeze i'm like i'm just not gonna touch it i'm gonna walk away for a second and let it let it figure itself out and usually if it's really bad like in like five to ten minutes i'll come back and they're like okay cool thank you for finishing compressing something yeah yeah so there'll be a little bit of uh editing but hey that's what future steve does we uh we ready to start on this uh wonderful movie And this is everything other than from movies. And tonight, oh, tonight, uh, we are continuing Die November yeah! with 1993's Prehysteria. Prehysteria, because there's an exclamation point at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but babe, we're not alone for this one. What? Now, for this truly harrowing tale of terror. We needed the horror expert himself, Drew, from the Real Fills podcast. Welcome, Drew! So when I was in third grade, I stabbed my art teacher with a chisel. <laughs> I think I know who Drew's favorite character was. <laughs> it was, oh, sorry, not in third grade. It was sixth grade. He he was three days shy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, those guys only come in. All right. Yes. Uh, well, welcome, Drew. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was this your first time watching Prehysteria? You know what? No. I watched it as a kid, and it was... You know what? I, I mean, obviously, as a, as a child, probably like between eight or nine, watching it for the first time, it was great, because obviously far too young to watch Jurassic Park. But this, this was just as fun. 
This was just as fun <laughs> as I remember it was. It was cute. I don't remember being as campy, but obviously now I can understand what camp is. <laughs> Wait, Drew, what's this other movie you were talking about? Jur- Jurass- Jurassic what now? Jur- Jurassic Park? Oh, I'm looking it up here. It actually came out three weeks before this movie. Yeah, yeah, weird. Okay. I mean, yeah. it, it's not like it was really part of a plan by, uh, you know, company head <laughs> of Full Moon Pictures. I mean, that really, that couldn't have been some type of marketing scheme. The, the <laughs> brothers band, you might say? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 brother, the brothers and father band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, how about you? Was this your first time watching it? Oh, no. Um, I didn't grow up with it, but you and I watched this a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, was, what, 12 or whatever when this came out. It was, I mean, if I had seen Carnosaur and all the others, of course I've seen Prehysteria, the one age-appropriate for me, technically. <laughs> but I, I can only watch Baby Secret of the Lost Legend so many times. <laughs> um, what would you do if one of your seven wives uh, did this? From Baby, Secret of the Lost Legend. Oh, oh shit, that's like, right. Jesus He's Christ. like, where are the other six? It, I don't understand. If it's one my wife, I'd smack the bitch. <laughs> that's right. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Guys, check out... Uh, God, that was like episode 20 maybe for us? That was way back in the day. <laughs> uh, but babe, I don't know about you. Oh? I'm a little thirsty. Oh, that's weird. I'm a little sober. And obviously, Doggo's a little hungry if you hear that chomping in the background, but, uh... <laughs> I mean, it's only one, and he's finally getting around to his breakfast. Yeah, well... Babe, I got a real treat for you. Uh, oh, oh from shit. Prairie Artisan Ales in McAllister, Oklahoma. Uh, brewed and canned by Cribs Brewing. We have their pumpkin pie treat. Oh, here we are. It's a sour ale with pumpkin pie spice blend and toasted marshmallow flavor. Oh, I didn't know it was a sour uh oh my. is pumpkin pie supposed to be sour no <laughs> maybe if it's made i'm really wrong. bad this is my first pumpkin beer of the year right <laughs> uh 5.5 percent alcohol by volume it says gently agitate before opening uh babe you smell that <laughs> are you agitated <laughs> i smell that <laughs> it's the dog and mata <laughs> i'm just agitating all right there we go hey my top yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> My top? Sure. <laughs> Question mark? And the pool? It looks like a sour. It's a hazy, straw-colored beer. With a white, foamy top. Lots of little bubbles. White, foamy top. It makes me happy. Little bubbles. Oh, that smells oh. weird. It yeah. smells like if you... It smells like pumpkin spice lemonade. <laughs> Just taking a sip off it. It's kind of like a pumpkin pie seltzer. <laughs> like, it, like there's not a whole lot of sour. Like, there's a little bit of sour. Like, uh... Oh, it smells more sour than it tastes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It totally... This tastes like pumpkin spice White Claw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the bougiest of beverage. <laughs> I think that and that a uh, chicka pop pop or whatever the white girl popcorn <laughs> might be the like that's how you turn into a white girl. Huh. Uh, that's happening. <laughs> oh. oh man, yeah, I um, yeah, I it doesn't 
tastes like a beer. I'll give it that. <laughs> tastes, you know, like, uh, like pumpkin pie Zima. Nice. Oh, Jesus. Ew. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, Prairie Home Companion, no, Prairie Artisan Ales. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, anyway, Prehysteria. <laughs> On that note, from director Albert Band. Who's he, Steve? Oh, well, you might know him. Uh, he uh, apparently directed The Young Guns, the uh, 1956 version, uh, Face of Fire, Dracula's Dog, Ghoulies 2, <clears throat> Dr. Mordred. <gasps> yes. <laughs> uh robot wars this prehysteria 2 um he did do prehysteria 3 but guys all three of them are streaming on peacock right now if you want to check them out <laughs> the first two are on tubi i believe and then uh the other first two are also on uh, amazon freebie oh okay yeah so hey guys watch the movie along with us why not it's a it was a quick like 83 minutes or something like that yeah <laughs> Oh, and uh, the last movie uh, I have that he directed written down is Aliens Gone Wild. <laughs> so, oh, coming soon. Shit. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, the, the Albert Band, uh, uh, Charles Band, and I think Richard Band is the one that does all the music. That's uh, Full Moon Productions or whatever. You guys, you guys know. Oh, yeah, because this movie, it's little soundtrack. I'm listening again, and I was like, is that... Is that fucking Puppet Master? Yep. <laughs> That's Puppet Master. And then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, it's the same guy. Just years, yeah. uh, just a couple of years apart. But I'm like, that's the same tune. That's almost like, you know, Psycho and Reanimator. Like, hmm, yeah. you are significantly oh. close. Or Briscoe County Jr. and the Olympics. <laughs> Stupid Olympics. Yeah, but, but also directing this, uh, Charles Band. You know him, too. Uh, 73 directing credits and over 350 producing credits. Uh, but, of course, directing, we have Parasite of 1982. Trancers. Mm-hmm. Again, Dr. Mordred. Yeah. This. The Ginger Dead Man. Yes. And then the uh, Puppet Master and Evil Bong series. He did uh, He did all those wonderful things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is based on an original idea by Pete Von Scholle. Who's he, Steve? Oh, well, this is his only writing credit. Oh, my. <laughs> or, I guess, original idea credit. But he's the storyboard artist for over 80 movies, including <clears throat> Vamp, The Blob, Heathers, Child's Play, Society, Darkman, Ticks, Pumpkinhead 2, Bloodwings, the 1994 Fantastic Four movie, this, The Mask, Shawshank Redemption, Mars Attacks, Green Mile, Dinosaur, Scooby-Doo, The Mist, Zookeeper, Jack and Jill, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh my god, that's some range. Right? <laughs> yes, right? So a storyboard artist is drawing dinosaurs like, hey, why don't we make a movie out of this? They got that uh, Spielberg one coming out soon. Aha! And <laughs> You, sir, just the, got the uh, idea credit. The, the Chucky, did you say the Chucky <laughs> TV series? I remember he was doing that too. Oh, uh, yeah, I think all the child's play he gets, uh, he does the storyboard. Okay, makes, like yeah, it would make sense that he would go, obviously go from the movies to the TV show, but, dude, I mean, like, the, the, the chops, the chops that literally everybody who is coming into this film is ridiculously impressive. Oh, there's more, because, oh, yeah, <clears throat> screenplay by Greg Sudeth and Mark Goldstein, who did this, Oblivion, 
and a bunch of sequels, but written by Michael Davis. Who's he, Steve? He wrote this, Double Dragon, and is the writer-director of one of the greatest movies ever made, Shoot 'Em Up! Woo! Yes! <laughs> I love that fucking movie. <laughs> so good. Uh, so, Drew, you mentioned the uh, the Child's Play, the Chucky series? Yes. My pen pal's uh, godson plays the black kid. <laughs> what? What? Small world. Shout out to Casey. <laughs> yeah. So fun. Yeah. yeah. And uh, of course, starring in this movie, we have Brett Cullen as Frank. Um, I just know him as Thomas Wayne from the <laughs> the Batman movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Austin O'Brien as Jerry. Stephen Lee as Rico Sarno. <laughs> And yeah, just a bunch of other random people. <laughs> I didn't really recognize anybody else. Can can we take a small moment to just understand that like it is such a tragedy to have lost Stephen Lee so soon, like yeah. in his career. I always kind of saw him as a lighter version of Chris Farley for Full Moon Productions, <laughs> and I just I adore him in Dolls in Ghoulies Three. Dolls I, is great. Yeah. I think he's. I just thought he was so talented. Yeah, yeah. Gone too soon. It's always the funny ones. Uh, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, as we mentioned, uh, uh, yeah, the, the movies on Peacock and Tubi and Freebie and uh, I don't know <laughs> all of them. And we start off with some uh, whimsical music uh, to some, I don't know, ancient Mayan carvings of dinosaurs. And <laughs> it's like... I forgot how ridiculously 90s it was. And I'm all like, this is not like the epic archaeological find music that I need right now. <laughs> yeah. This is far too... Something, but it's it's just so damn whimsical. Yeah. It reminds me of okay, Drew. Do you know my pet monster? Yes. Okay, per you remember the opening for that is like the same kind of like hieroglyphics, and but the music is like the monster mash. Yeah. So my pet monster, I was introduced to by Jeff over at Cadavercast, and he had shown it on one of his like you know all day Saturday kind of movie marathons. And I had, I had sort of heard of it, but he found the movie showed it to us. And I'm like, this is, this is beyond ridiculous. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> but it's still fun. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I was uh, like four or five when it came out. So that I, it was made for me. I had seen that movie hundreds of times, <laughs> but yeah, but luckily it's only like 40 minutes or something. Like yeah. That. It's not bad. It's not bad, yeah. but I do, I do love that. You know, it had a TV show, had all of the uh, stuffed animals and little other little toys that came along with the uh, with the hype of it. it. I mean, good for it, right? <laughs> so yeah, it starts off a lot like that, and uh, and then we're in the jungle, and we uh, we meet Mister Rico Sarno. Uh, I just ran down a safari guy for this first scene, uh, but he's there with a bunch of guys wearing sombreros. And uh, they're being led by a, a medicine man who's taking him through the jungle to, I, I don't know, just look for stuff that he can sell back in the States. And I guess they get a cut or something. I, I'm not sure what the whole business arrangement is. Cause they're... Babe, you, you know the old trope of the rich museum owners. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, every other museum thing isn't about them desperately trying to get funding to save the museum. Yeah, it's them selling off, you know, priceless artifacts and to top men and yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, I don't know, they, they basically get to a place and it's like, oh no, we're entering the Valley de los Muertos or something like that. And like all the sombrero guys like run off. So it's just him and the medicine man. He's like, hey, 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 look, look, buddy. I give you the money. You take me to your uh, priceless whatevers. And <laughs> I, I was so kind of a little bit dismayed with, I mean, again, Stephen Lee, great actor, hilarious. I was not enjoying, like, racist Stephen Lee, where he's <laughs> yeah. all like, hey, I thought you engines were, like, a productive people. And he's like, I... What? No. What? Gr- gringo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's one of those amazing things where it's like, he's being racist, but not even the right kind of racist. Yeah, not even the <laughs> so right kind just more of racist. Like, like, he, wait, what? Yeah, I mean, so like, so like Peter Vasquez, who plays Jefe, and he keeps calling him, he keeps calling him like Jeffy. And yeah. <laughs> and like, e- even when no one's there, like Stephen Lee's character is still going like, oh, these bloody savages. And you're like, these are not Native Americans that you are thinking of. <laughs> but, You're not but even Drew, in the right country. <laughs> but Drew, you instantly know that he's the bad guy, though. Right? I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, a storm starts rolling in. So then we cut to a kid, uh, you know, just jumping in his bed playing Elvis music. And it's like, oh, okay, meanwhile, in another movie. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's like. It's like if, like, in the middle of the opening to Indiana Jones, like, you hear, like, a lightning crash, and then you're in the middle of My Girl. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's Jerry, our little, uh, our, our, I don't know, hero, I guess? Yeah, I don't know, the, he, kid, the kid we're following for the most part. <laughs> he's kind of, it's weird, though, because it's not like you really have, like, a main protagonist. It's, it's more as if that role is almost, like, ideally split up between jerry monica and even frank and a little bit of vicky yeah yeah the whole family unit i guess yeah yeah true well and, and you mentioned uh oh was it monica yeah monica the uh, the teenage daughter with the the super annoying voice on the phone oh my god he's playing that elvis music again ah. oh <laughs> my life is the worst oh the dog licked me can't i get any peace <laughs> Yeah, and then we meet the dad, uh, Frank? Is that his name? Uh, yeah, yeah, Brett Collins okay, plays, okay. plays Frank. Yeah, I just have him as uh, dad in my notes. So. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so weird that he's, so he's a raisin farmer, but also yeah. part-time fossil, you know, repertoire, <laughs> digging yeah, them yeah, up and bringing a... them over to the, and, and I'm sorry, like, what small town USA has... <laughs> Has like a artifacts and like you know historical, uh, I don't know like shop. Yeah, oh, uh, Angel City, of course. That's why it's the Angel uh, City uh, Museum, and then the oddity uh, store across the street. Now, is this the same Angel City that uh, you know the Power Rangers are yes. uh, frequenting? Okay, Absolutely. good, good, absolutely, good. That makes more <laughs> sense. You know what? Prehistoria, Dinobots, the Megazord, yeah. everything is working out. Yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, he, he comes home. Okay, also I, I got to throw this out there because you mentioned he's a raisin farmer. Yeah. So he so he makes grapes. No, he grows raisins. 
Oh, okay. N- well, he, he just waits he for raised... grapes to go bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he he raises grapes, and then, like any good father, he neglects his children, and oh, yeah. uh, then he finally comes back when they can do something good for him. <laughs> hey, I got some fossils you can uh, clean off for me with these brushes. Gee, right? Thanks, isn't, that, Dad. isn't that the bonding time? And of course, we have like a dead mother because that just like the kid. One of the kids' first lines is just the whole like, Dad. <laughs> do you ever think about mom yeah. and of course you're all like okay well she's dead <laughs> <laughs> Although i was, ex- I was expecting him to respond who i really want like something to like like a movie to start with that and then just and then it just like mom comes around the corner like did i hear my name <laughs> no no sweetie go back make us some sandwiches yeah right. <laughs> yeah but yeah so like, you ever think about mom like do you think she's in heaven or something? And I'm like, yo, you need to nip that right now. <laughs> well, especially when you find out uh, it has been like two and a half years or something like that. And he's asking questions like that. Like if it's, if it happened two weeks ago, it's like, okay, okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 And I, I mean, it. I, I don't think they, I mean, not that they have to, but I don't think they ever explain like how the mom passed. And you know, if like, it was it was an accident. It was something horrific. I mean, obviously. Asphyxiation. Yep. There you go. There you go. David Carradine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's such a weird dynamic with the family. Obviously, you have like bratty older teen sister, young brother who, for some reason, is obsessed with Elvis, which ironically enough, Austin O'Brien had never even heard of Elvis when he got the role. So he was watching like old films of Elvis and then listening to some music because you can see him desperately try to get like the lip curl and and the the uh, gyrating of the hips. Yeah, it really looks like he's just trying to hold in a turd. Yeah, I mean, I mean that or having a stroke. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, so they're, you know, t- talking about the dead mom or whatever. It's like, great. And then the sister comes in and she's like, hey, I was just going to go out and hang out with Spike and Rusty. I'm like, yeah, those are names you can trust. Um, <laughs> don't, don't you remember Brain Dead? Like, don't you want me to have, like, better people to hang out with? It, it, the, the the dialogue between the brother and sister is weird because there were two. There's one line that's said twice that just seems so like just stale every single time when the brother's all like, why do you even care? And the sister, Hey, I care. And they did it. (laughs) They did it distinctly twice in the movie. And I was like, Oh my God, it's worse. The second time. Yeah. (laughs) And it usually every single time was about the dog. He was all like, why do you care about Ruby? Hey, I care. I know. God is so cringy. (laughs) (laughs) Look, sometimes I get bitchy. <laughs> Excellent pull. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think she grows up to be the gal from oh, the shit. Neil movie. They're both blonde. They're both terrible actors. I wonder if it's the same actress, <laughs> now that I think about it. That's what I just said. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Find out when we interview her next week, though. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so anyway, she sneaks out, of course. 
then we go back to the jungle. She doesn't even sneak out. She just goes out the door. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, right. It's not even a sneak. I mean, she she carefully, you know, shuts it and it's quiet. But she, then she still gets into a car that if you're in the middle of nowhere or at least on a farm, like you don't have a direct neighbor. Uh, you should be able to hear a Jeep pull out of your gravel driveway. <laughs> and then, Especially and if they're like cranking off. like, here I go to get off my own. <laughs> Those yeah. are some killer threads. Yeah. Oh, God. Wait, Wait a minute. That kid later. Oh, oh my God. That is amazing. Do you just like me because I'm the only sophomore with a driver's license? No. What? <laughs> what? It's yeah. No. She pulls a full It's because you're really smart. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, my lady. <laughs> yeah, so, so. This guy grows up to be uh, the guy from Carnosaur. What's up, Green Brother? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Greetings, Green Brother. And then eviscerated. <laughs> he looks like a young, like, semi-burnt-out version of, like, Polly Shore from Biodome. Yeah, I feel like that's what they were going for, like, the whole Encino Man kind of thing, but in Angel City, Nebraska, wherever the hell they're supposed to be. I mean, it would fit. I guess it's California, huh? (laughs) That's where the Power Rangers are, right? (laughs) No? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I can't remember. I I don't know. I have no idea. I just know that's where it was shot, so everything looked like the California Hills. I don't know. Anyway, um, all right. So yeah, back to the jungle, and uh, Sarno or whatever. He's by himself now because uh, Jeffy or whatever was like, "Hey, fuck you, Gringo! I'm out of here." Right? And like, fine, I'll go without you. I just want to know how he possibly found his way back, and especially to the cave because he doesn't have a map. And how is he finding his way in the dark? Well, they were already pretty close because he was like, oh, just over this hill is the you know, Valley of the Muertos. Oh, okay, okay then. Yeah. And so it's was like, okay, he stumbled upon it. I can go with that. But yeah, they're getting home. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I assumed he called in a helicopter or something. <laughs> but uh, he's walking around this temple and he starts hearing voices. <laughs> like, well, okay. And then he's like, whew getting chilly in here they takes two steps forward and there's fucking icicles and shit hanging from the sky <laughs> like as the camera pans yeah. like oh yeah you were looking at mr freeze's base or whatever right <laughs> uh but yeah he finds these uh these eggs just on a little display surrounded by all the icicles and he's like oh yeah this is it and then what, what? i just have written down bingo gringo like i know jeffy pops around the corner <laughs> He, he does show he does show up and tell him like you know like put the eggs back and they're magically being held in like ice stasis I guess yeah and they like they they hold the spirits of his ancestors in the valley yeah I, I guess the eggs were like presented to his ancestors to keep them safe because the dinosaurs were dying off or something it's like uh, okay something yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, but then, yeah, uh, Sarno just like clocks him and goes. <laughs> so now, uh, now the family's driving to the local oddity shop across the street from the giant museum of natural history. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. There was like something. There's like, oh, that's right. Uh, the daughter's like sitting between them, like in the truck or whatever. And she's like, oh, oh my god, I can't believe I'm going with you. Like, oh, you can leave. And they like reach over to like unlock the yeah. door and like throw her out and i'm like uh is this the the daughter you didn't want hanging out with spike and rusty you're just like yeah sure walk home 
Right? I'd rather jump. Oh, okay. Jerry, get the door, please. Yeah. Can you roll down the window for her little princess? Go here? ahead. No. Jump out, princess. And she's like, daddy. And like, that's the other thing. Her, she never refers to him as dad, like father. Her only reference to him and acknowledgement in the entire film is to call him daddy. I like, so like, I think they were sort of trying to go for like a Kelly Bundy thing. But this actress is not good enough. Look at, like, cause she right. she's she always calls Al like daddy. Well, yeah, cause she has the brain sure, of a four year old. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they were like, sort of trying to go for. Yeah, okay, but they didn't commit. <laughs> right. All right. Eh. I, I think I don't know. I think she had too much interaction with him to constantly keep saying the name daddy, and it was just getting. Awkward. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, we get to the oddity shop and it's uh, ran by Vicky, who I guess also helps run the museum across the street, too. Don't worry about it. I I think she's like like the, you know, head personal assistant. Like, obviously, she does all the work and Rico is just like the face. (laughs) Yeah. But 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 he runs the museum, right? Not just the oddity shop. Right? Do, does he does he I, don't know. I mean is he is he more just like a person who's like making sure that stuff is there but like i mean does he really know much because she seems to be knowing more although i mean he does acknowledge when when she says oh he brought in more like aphorite or something and he's all like azurite. same price it's still dinosaur poop <laughs> yep good old azurites yeah. yeah he's the manager he doesn't have to know anything she is a scientist yeah, but uh, she's worked in, in the private sector. They expect results. That's right. <laughs> but she, uh, she's also apparently her and uh, mm. Frank have been flirting for I don't know months or something. Like, oh my god, we come here every week, and you guys just flirt and blah. And they're like about to kiss, but of course they get cockblocked by kids because that's what they're there for. And yeah, then... <laughs> which is which is weird that they would do that like immediately. And I, I don't know. It was just it's so peculiar. Also, like. Just bring your dog and just let the dog roam around the shop. I mean, an yeah. antique store, I feel like, I mean, are you going to let sushi run around an antique uh, store? No. I feel like things, I feel like things would just get knocked over and you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess you can just have the Azurite because um, that's now broken. <laughs> I mean, maybe sushi, but definitely not my old uh, lab order calling mixer. He uh. had a about as much smarts as a sweet potato and definitely would have ended up eating something that was very expensive there you go <laughs> i guess i guess a lot of the props inside that store were from various full moon production films and okay. i don't know why i don't know why the, the 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 camera angle where like the two kids were standing there watching them that green statue that was in front of them it looks so familiar and kind of finding out that the different props were from different full moon productions now i think it kind of clicks Oh shit! So yeah, so that's like the uh, the, the the Warren's uh, room of oddities or whatever. <laughs> so like puppet sure. master and ev- there's an evil bong in there somewhere. Right. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Right. It's all through prehysteria. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, this is where they also like the uh, I don't know if it was Rico or Vicky. Like one of them mentions the pterodactyl exhibit, and I'm like, oh wait, is this supposed to be the museum? Or just an oddity shop because because then the, it shows Angel City the Museum <laughs> and I'm like wait what, the, what's happening Where? the brother the uh, the brother wanted to go see the the exhibit 
because the oh. sister doesn't want anything to do with anything. She wants to go home and twirl her hair and play her music. But then I think, like, does Rico would like insult the dad because then they're like, okay, I guess you better leave. And, the, and then, you know, the dad is like, Monica, get the cooler. Jerry, yep. get the cooler. Ruby, yep. get the cooler. He said something about they were like country rubes or something. Oh, yeah, because he's the that's right. The the owner's like, I got something big. I got I got something rich. that's going to put this place on the map and I'm going to be rich. My sugar babies are going to make me all the money. You country rubes don't even know yep. or something like that. Yeah, but uh, as luck would have it, the coolers got switched because Sordo had a cooler from the jungle and they had their cooler of dino poop. No. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, oh, that's right. He was like, oh, why, don't you, uh, why don't you bring in my cooler there, sweetie, and we'll toast to our success, eh? you know, to Vicky or whatever. And then he opens up the cooler and there's a turkey bone in there? <laughs> a turkey leg? I, I love when he's on the phone because they have these little lines that obviously like allude to things that are happening or definitely in the movie. When he's all like, hey, I don't mean to get prehysteric here, but yeah. you know what? <laughs> this is going to be life-changing. He said it. What? What were we talking about? Okay, yeah. No, no, no. Money, money, money. <laughs> That's right. Where are my eggs? Where are my babies? My sugar babies. <laughs> I don't need no goddamn sandwiches. <laughs> so then we cut back to the farm, and uh, the cooler's missing because uh, the dog Ruby took it out of the truck or whatever. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on, Steve. You're, you're skipping one of the most awkward moments in the entire film. The it. drive home when the daughter's all like, why don't you just flirt with your new girlfriend he's like no we're just friends and then the son lay like lay off him he's horny yeah and i'm just like what (laughs) and then he gets hit in the back of the head like a like that long arm of the law on a (laughs) church pew and he's like what what did i say and i'm like really really drew Drew, you never (laughs) said your dad was horny Listen, Steve, this this episode's not about me. We're going <laughs> to... Long story short, no. Jesus Christ, no. Oh. Well, I guess d- 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 different parents, I guess. I don't know. I didn't, no, that's not a conversation I have with my parents. <laughs> like, Dad, how are you feeling? Sexually frustrated? It's okay. <laughs> I don't know. All, all I can tell you is the store was out of cantaloupe. Okay, thanks, Dad. Bye. <laughs> Jesus. So, <laughs> all right. So yeah, we're back at the farm in the cooler, and, and the dog took it to uh, I don't know their giant uh, basement attic thing they have. I don't know. It's 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 a basement floor, which I guess that's where the dog sleeps because it has its little in bed the boiler down there. room. Yeah, yeah. In, in in like the boiler room, which has this for the longest time. I kept thinking like. What is that ominous light coming from the back? I mean, it's perfect lighting. Yeah. It adds this bit of mystery and whatnot. And then you kind of realize on the other side of that door, I guess, is like a spare open glass, again, part of the basement. But it has, like, you know, glass filtering. Yeah. Oh, well, that's why I was thinking it was an attic. Because, yeah, like, the light coming in. The, the, the lighting. The lighting made it look, you're right, like, made it look like it was outside. Yeah, it was Hellraiser, baby. That's what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> You opened the cooler. You summoned us. I have such wonderful things to show you. (laughs) Behold my prehysteria. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And also the dog is sad because they gave away all her puppies. 
Well, oh, I mean, is she? I think the I think the boy like the the kids are more upset that they that the, he gave away the puppies, which. I mean, if he's already like a struggling raisin farmer and there's no time, anything like that, do they really have time to be, I don't know, like raising five more puppies? And yeah, so, so like we, the, the dad was like, we couldn't afford five more dogs. And I'm like, yes, right. spay your fucking dog. Yeah. Because then like, like when she like, you know, we'll get to it. But here in a little bit, the dog's losing her, her shit over the dinosaurs. And they tell the dad, like, oh, I guess she's just in heat again. We'll lock her up. We don't want her pregnant again. It's like, spay her! The fact that he said, oh, man, the neighbor's spaniel. And I'm like, uh, that spaniel's going to have a hard time getting yeah. to a oh, golden retriever. That's a hot dog in a hallway <laughs> situation oh, right there. Drew, the power of boners is strong. Don't underestimate the small dog. <laughs> You'll finish. <laughs> Steve, there's a new shirt. The power of boners is strong. Oh, <laughs> is he is he new pin? Get on it. <laughs> I think I actually stole that from something I can't remember now. But Steve and I say it all the time when we oh, watch yeah. shows. <laughs> because if you just like use that line, ninety percent of stupid motivations in movies suddenly make more sense. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah so then, uh, all right. So then, uh, Rico. <laughs> He's uh, going to see the terrace. He's like, oh, those rubes must have switched up my cooler. And uh, he goes to like give it back like, hey, I uh, seem to have your cooler here with your sandwiches and whatnot. Here you go. Oh, thanks. We've been looking all over for that. Did it fall out of the truck? Oh, thank uh, you so it much. It doesn't matter. Where's my cooler at, though? I, what are you talking I, about? There's no cooler here. But you gave us our cooler back. We don't have your cooler. You got my fucking cooler! We have my babies! <laughs> Like, what? Sir, you Listen, you're to, not like, coming in here without a phone? warrant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, we see you gonna uh, need like a wand or a writ or something. <laughs> dropping off a picking up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, just gonna quote other movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But uh, Ruby, she, you know, the dog opens up the cooler, sees there's eggs in it, takes them out, like howls a little bit, kind of lays Ooh. on them so they hatch. And then, uh, yeah, because they took away her puppies, so now the eggs are her puppies. Because that's how dogs work. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so then, I, like weirdly, this portion of it would work better if it was a chicken, like if they had a family chicken <laughs> or an ostrich. There we go. Be weird when Elvis ate it. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, and I guess like after they tell Rico to go suck an egg or whatever and leave. Uh, they're like having lunch or something. I'm like, have you guys seen Ruby in the last hour or so? <laughs> oh, all right, I'll go check on her. The howling was so bad coming from the yeah. basement. I'm like, man, that's a person. That's that is, a person. That's not even a particularly good one either. It's just like, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that what a dog sounds like? <laughs> Our dog just gave us the hardest side eye. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> How dare you? I, I'm sorry. What dialect was that, Mom and Dad? <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of the uh, uh, of my people, I'm offended. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then uh, Jerry goes checks out. Like, hey, what's going on here? <gasps> it is have written down. Welcome to Jurassic Attic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Jurassic Boiler Room. Yeah, Jurassic Boiler Room with these little like. But these like, little like foot tall claymation dinosaurs. I actually really like the dinosaurs. They're I've really seen worse. cute. Yeah, I've no, seen a they lot worse. they are they are. And I think, man, I, I think now that I'm kind of again older, watching it now after 
damn, probably like maybe 20 years. Like it's it's easily now understandable that these dinosaurs are just the size of like the larger toys that we all like had as kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So of course, of course they're so much more appealing and it's great for kids. There's still adult humor for, you know, mom and dad to watch this. I again, I think this was just such a smart move to make this. Yeah. Absolutely. Like weirdly this movie I think would have done better if Jurassic Park like didn't exist. Didn't exist. Of course this movie <laughs> course. wouldn't exist, but like well, aside yeah. from that like, I mean, it's just this is like yeah, this is a fun if, little movie. If its competition was Carnosaur. <laughs> right. So I mean like so so Jurassic Park had the highest grossing worldwide film at over a billion dollars that year. And in the same year, Prehistoria was the highest uh, grossing and uh, uh, rented video. Oh, fun. oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So both of them, I mean, again, piggybacking, working together. Yeah. Synergy. It worked so well. Yeah. <laughs> but back to this dog being in the boiler room. Like, yeah. I... Oh, but also in the boiler the room. <laughs> Looking back now, it's like, okay, yeah, it was just raisins that were all over the floor, but I'm like, are that raisins Not or, like, poop. shit? I thought that was poop. Yeah. I thought that was poop. It's I like... thought it was a bunch of dino poop, or at least, yeah. like, if, if, if it was spilled dog food, it would make more sense, because Elvis is eating the dog food, because it's the only carnivore. Yeah. And everything else is eating the raisins? Yeah. The raisins, or mouse shit, whatever it could be, you know? <laughs> But, like, they don't show, like, a raisin's box or anything, which no. I think also, like, like if they just had, like, a box, it was just, like, a generic box that just said raisins, it would, it would I don't know, not look as much I'm like just, I'm just wondering, like, why are you storing boxes or even bags of raisins in your boiler room? Where you keep your dog. And fun fact, grapes are poisonous to dogs. Like, more poisonous than <laughs> uh, chocolate. Babe, I can answer I'm... that one. <laughs> Because he's a I'm just farmer. I'm just wondering, like, are these little dinosaurs now going to get diabetes because all they're eating is <laughs> is his raisins? No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why he keeps the dog there in the raisin room if they're poisonous oh, to no. dogs. The dog lives on a raisin farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. for long, he doesn't. That's oh, a, no. oh, the dad said he gave away <laughs> all the puppies. All the puppies, yeah, the puppies got oh, the raisins, no. and now it's like, well. You know. Well, suddenly now it's fucking his dad. Ruby's kind of a liability. <laughs> no loose ends. Oh, jeez. Oh, Ruby's seen the Ruby's, accounting. Ruby's seen too much. <laughs> Life of a Stephen King raisin farmer, apparently. No. Uh, so anyway, there's five dinosaurs. There's the T-Rex. Uh, he's named Elvis, of course, because he's the king. Uh, there's uh, Triceratops, but it's really like a Styracosaurus or whatever. Something like, like that, yeah. Yeah, you know, different cobrail. Uh, Brachiosaurus, a Stegosaurus, and of course, a flying pterodon. Pterodactyl. Or, yeah. or, I mean, it's a. Or it is qu- a pterodactyl. Like, Who knows breed. what it could be, but yeah. Just a pterodon a, of some sort. A flying parrot one, <laughs> as we'll find out. Um, but the flying one, yeah, ends up like flying up the laundry chute and like. Scaring the shit out of the older sister. Who's gonna murder it with what was shit that she grabbed? A broom? Yeah, a broom or something. But 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 then uh, Jerry's running up like, no, don't kill it. It's Ruby's kid. Like, it's Ruby's nah. baby. <laughs> and then uh, Elvis runs up and bites her on the tushy. You can't you can't go biting her on the butt, Elvis. You're gonna get indigestion. 
or brain damage. Yeah. And then what do they end up feeding him? Like they go in like the kitchen and start feeding him stuff, right? I think he feed I think he gives him like a like a dog treat jerky treat thing. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Or either that or literally a piece of jerky. Yeah. But it's too I think it's a little too long and square, you know. Because it seems processed instead of just like yeah. actual yeah. like bag yeah, it's like jerky. either it's a piece of jerky or like a fruit roll up or something, you know one of those uh, fruit bars they used to make yeah. back in the nineties. Yeah, but they yeah. made dog treats that looked like that too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, um, so it's a sorry. I look. I looked it up real quick. It's a tar tar. Oh yeah, it is a pterodon. A generic uh, they, pterodon. Yeah. Pterodon is the type of pterodactyl that. Uh, uh, Madonna is boom. No skin. <laughs> oh, that's right. They start, they start naming them like Madonna, like Bon Jovi, and Hammer. It's, and... it's all relevant. Uh, <clears throat> all relevant performing artists of the time, all except the Elvis. King, <laughs> yeah. who you know, music is timeless. They were they were going to call him Jacko, but then they got a call from the estate, <laughs> and they're like, "There's no way you're going to name that thing Jacko." <laughs> By the way, I'm getting married to Elvis's daughter next week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speak, speaking of like, you know, Elvis and, you know, the, the estate, like they couldn't get obviously any of the royalties for the songs because it would have cost, oh, I don't know, right? how much the entire movie cost. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the I, fake I, Elvis music. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty convincing, but it's also like, oh, yeah, it's just the little like 50s. And some guy I mean, like. It's, well, we're gonna party, 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 party on down. Right, it's yeah. it's definitely like cover bands doing it, which is fine because for kids in like 1993, 1994, the kids are not gonna know the difference, and parents can at least you know kind of bob their head to it. So I mean, it, it works out fine. I haven't heard of us in a long time. Me <laughs> and my thirty-eight years old. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, so. laughs> Yeah, but the the dad hears the commotion or whatever of them like fighting over naming the dinosaurs or whatever, and so he comes down. They go like, of course, run out of there and like lock the door behind him. He's like, "What uh, what are you two up to in there?" Nothing, Daddy. Uh, just doing laundry or something. Lilies and heat. And then we uh, go back to the oddity store, and uh, is Vicky there? And the creepy looking cleaning man, Whitey. <laughs> the name. The name was so Why? bad. Yeah. It's, it's like you almost you almost look albino, but you're not really albino. And I just it's like, Whitey, I don't mean to be insulting, but we lost a cooler and she's like, Miss Vicky, I've worked here for twenty years and I never stole so much as a tissue. Yeah. And that's when Rico comes jump in and he's like, Ah, you stole it, didn't you? Didn't you, Mitch? No, it was you, Whitey. You were stealing shit the whole time. And then he gets like hit with a broom. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, Mr. Rico, but you was just coming at me really hard. I'm sorry, Whitey, because I know it was Vicky. You, you I stole it, you bitch. Oh, oh, Whitey's <laughs> like, I know, I know, I'm fired. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. It's like, Rico, it wasn't Whitey. Oh, I don't know. He'd steal forks from a company picnic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back at the farmhouse, uh, you know, the dad's still like, all right, is Ruby pregnant? Is that what's going on here? And like, no. No, no, nothing like that. And it's like, good, because I don't want any more pets. And I'm like, so the dad's the hero of this movie. <laughs> well, yeah. Steve is the dad. I, I found it so odd that, like, they're in there doing something weird. 
he tells them immediately to go upstairs and out of that room. At that point, why did he not just walk in that room? Right? Because it was locked, Drew. No, I don't know. Go check on your pets? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm just going to leave Ruby in there with the tons of poisonous raisins and just see what happens in 10 to 15 minutes. I was going to say, at that point, like, has has he not, like, seen the dog for, like, at least 24 hours then? Yeah, they haven't let that dog out to pee. The dog That's just lives true. in the boiler room now. Yeah. Huh. Well, let's uh, let's leave that uh, somewhat creepy situation to uh, see Rico cornering Vicky. <laughs> and uh, basically you've been like, you know, I'm going to be super rich. You steal from me, blah, blah, blah. And basically she ends up clocking him and going out the door. And uh, then it's nighttime at the farm, just like that. So, all right. Uh <laughs> Yes, yeah, nighttime middle... at the farm and a midnight snack. Oh yeah, they. I think was it the uh, the kid goes down first and like the yeah the kitchen is just fucking wrecked. Like they're... oh no, the, so the dad the dad goes down and yeah. for some reason the the kitchen yes complete disarray everything's been gotten into. I'm and again the suspension of disbelief should be there, <laughs> but now I can understand I can understand Hannah, Hannah. No, Paula. I can understand Paula nudging the lock with her head, and that's fine. But none of them have de- deposable thumbs. Um, they cannot turn a knob, which has two other doors, and especially getting up to the kitchen. But some of those things, I'm like, none of you can reach this. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, you didn't uh, see the shattered window or something they went through to get into the room? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, or the there's a pterodon. She can reach whatever she fucking wants. Yeah, yeah and but she's got those ha- little grippy feet for hanging onto trees you can't tell the i don't know do. i don't know i mean can elvis get up on the counter with uh with madonna carrying him is that what's happening no he jumped up there he's got those strong oh okay yeah, yeah. t-rex is that jump okay we yeah, got yeah, it. yeah yeah <laughs> so anyway, the what, da- you think he just reached up there and pulled himself up with his arms <laughs> he did pull-ups no <laughs> come on true use your brain <laughs> <laughs> where it's never said while watching this movie use your brain <laughs> but uh the, the dad he's like all right whatever i'll clean it in the morning and he uh checks on a bag of chips and then surprise elvis pops out of potato brand potato chips for dips yeah I, that man i just <laughs> it seems so redundant yeah it seems so redundant so good and, and that's a huge bag of chips too oh yeah yeah well, I mean, look, an entire T-Rex is in it. Look, when you buy a potato <laughs> brand, you're buying in quantity. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. quality. <laughs> right. But it's uh, good enough for a dinosaur. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Dad sees all the dinosaurs, and of course he's like, Monica, Jerry, get the flamethrower. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they used to dry out those raisins. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, they start uh, cleaning up, and of course, Dad's like, "No, we can't keep them." I said, "No more pets." Like he's actually taking this pretty well in stride for a guy who has living miniature dinosaurs in his kitchen. Well, it's like, wait, I thought you were also an amateur archaeologist. This yeah. isn't fascinating to you, right? Why would this not be like, holy crap, this Sam, is so cool? Doctor no Graham would have jizzed to... himself twice, right? <laughs> No more do I have to dig up dinosaur poop to support my grip failing grape farm. Right. 
like, but instead he's like, no, we got to give it back to Sorno. They're his, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, what's that noise? And it's a car <laughs> pulling up. Again, <laughs> how, how would anybody sneak, you know, out later in the night? But, uh, yeah, luckily she's it's... not. She just left. Just nobody cares. Yeah. Luckily, it's Vicky, though. You know, she's coming over and like, oh, yeah, Rico, he had me cornered, but I beat the shit out of him. I think I heard him. I hit him with a piece of bedrock or oh, meteorite. Right? Oh, 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 that's right. And then this is the best part where like this whole story of like, yeah, he kind of assaulted me and I might have like really hurt him. And of course, the dad's like, well, I'm gonna take your fucking keys because you're spending the night here. Why is everyone taking what? her keys? What is Everybody's going on? I'm like, con- uh, trauma much? <laughs> Everyone's trying to, like, control her and keep her there. Like, Rico took the keys, and the last scene we see before she clocks him is he's all like, oh, I'll show you. I'll show you. And he shuts the door to his office, and I'm like, okay, red flags. Red flags everywhere. Yep. She goes over. He, he takes her keys. You know, they're having a quiet night on the couch. And she's like, I better go. And he's all like, oh, no, you're not. You're staying here. And I'm like, let let her go. <laughs> what can we say? Let she likes go. controlling men. She keeps putting herself in these positions. Yep, it's all Vicky's fault. Thanks, babe. <laughs> she shouldn't dress that way if she wasn't asking for it. <laughs> if you're going to dress and act like a scientist, Steve, this is what you are asking for. A lady scientist. <laughs> <laughs> It's EILF movies. Everything. <laughs> 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 anyway. Um, but yeah, so, okay, so she comes in and they're basically like, hey, so we have baby dinosaurs. And of course, she's like, oh, instantly smitten with them and yeah, no she, further questions. She ovulates right there. <laughs> and, and she's even like, oh, it's like a like a Darwinian redo or something. And like, they're so cute. That was the working title of this movie, Darwinian Redo. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Sarna, he's... Oh, that's right. He said, like, well, we can't let uh, give him back to Sarna. He'll just ship him off to Hollywood. And I'm like, what is it with these other movies taking jabs at Jurassic Park? Right? <laughs> you have to be the better movie to take jabs at that movie. Because <laughs> Carnosaur did the same thing, like, oh, that's a great idea for a theme park. And I'm like, fuck you, movie. <laughs> because it works. <laughs> anyway so it's nighttime again i don't know still whatever and uh dad and vicky are sitting on the couch and uh i assume they've been sitting there staring at nothing for the last 45 minutes but uh jerry's like hey good good night dad good night vicky good night weirdo yeah <laughs> dad dad can i say good night to vicky and he's like yeah yeah. Quickly, quick yeah, cramp like... in my style. <laughs> and, and also put on some music up in your room so you can't hear what's about to happen down here. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, of course she's like, "Oh, your kids are adorable," and I expect them to be like, "Sure, you say so." <laughs> He's like, "Well, I, I guess I better go." He's like, "You're not going anywhere." I don't want anything to happen to you. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Is that not what he said? Yeah, no, that, I mean, said. yeah, yeah. He's like more upset about like the fucking kids and the dinosaurs like 
cock blocking him than than he is about like making the biggest discovery of all time. Yeah. Right? I don't know what this guy's like raisin based motivations are. <laughs> raisin based motivation. <laughs> There's another shirt, raisin based motivations. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, then he also throws in. Well, uh, well, I mean, you know, I'll sleep on the couch, and and then instantly they start kissing on the couch. As as the daughter is kind of spying on them, and then you have you have Madonna do her like. Frank. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was I was waiting for the bear. Oh, daddy. Izzy, Izzy, I got it. I got it now. It's raisin-based motivations, a reason to whine. Yes! <laughs> yes! Patent pending, patent pending, 22. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> Find that in the real pills. Wait, wait, cat and pending? Is that the podcast you're talking about? <gasps> cat and pending! We totally dropped the ball on that. We, we did. Totally it's did. been like a year. But it's okay. I still have the Twitter. I still have <laughs> the books. <laughs> It will live again. <laughs> also, Drew, just quick side note. I have a denim jacket that I have just been sewing cat patches and, like, ma- making cat things out of cat fabric and sewing them onto it. I'm making myself a cat lady jacket. <laughs> My cat fabric yeah! skins. Yeah! <laughs> oh, no! It's all cotton right now. Excellent. <laughs> right now. I, appro- I approve. <laughs> so, yeah, so they go back to kissing on the couch. And then we smash cut to Vicky working on a roof. And I'm like, whoa, what? That was that was such a weird it was such a weird transition that now suddenly, like, okay, we thank God we have the spare little greenhouse. And her plan is to immediately make it almost like a terrarium, essentially. Yeah, like th- this giant greenhouse. Like yeah. like from Conga size. <laughs> like <laughs> Like a thousand like, square feet at least. You're gonna make a tiny little like prehistoric environment. Yeah. Which frankly, like, I don't know. And Would it took they her even... like two hours after she woke yeah. up to build the thing too. Yeah. Oh I oh my god. And then I love the daughter who was in e- an even skimpier outfit than we first saw her in when she yeah. was asking to leave. So like, why don't you have Vicky do it? Oh, pick that up. Why don't you pick it up? Yeah. Oh my god! Like, get over it. <laughs> oh, and uh, Drew, uh, are those raisins on your underwear? Oh no, they're little black hearts. <laughs> <laughs> the kids got them for me. It's all right. I'm not the shy type. And she's like, "Oh, you could have, you could have fooled me." <laughs> she just wants to rehydrate his his dried fruit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll see myself out <laughs> oh and that's right this is where uh, she, uh the daughter or whatever walks off and uh, we're introduced to danny her uh her boyfriend who came to see her and she's like oh cool toys in the driveway like looking at the living breathing miniature dinosaurs well look it's an animatronic cool man yeah. Tell your brother to pick up his toys. And then, Jesus. And then and they're all like the porch or something. And it's like uh, the, the dad's in there and it's like, oh, hey, Mr. Sordo, what are you doing here? Surprise. He's got a fucking gun. <laughs> he's like, where's my goddamn babies? <laughs> Where are my sugar babies? Uh-oh. Where are my sugar babies? <laughs> and then and then, OK, he's pointing the gun at the dad and then uh, Elvis or whatever, the T-Rex like 
nips him on the heel. Pop! Shoots dad in the head. Roll credits. Guys, what do we think of pre-hysteria? <laughs> I think we're going to have more crybaby kids as Rico. <laughs> as Rico takes all the dinosaurs and Vicky is left screaming, what is happening? Yeah. Find out more in pre-hysteria 2, The Lost World. <laughs> No, but yeah, the the T-Rex nips him on the hills. Of course, he's like, ah, my foot. And then the dad, like, you know, grabs the gun, like, pops him and is like, get off my land. Oh, he even, I, says, he even says, like, bend over. What? I said bend what? over. Like, where is kicks this going to go? He's, he kicks him on the ground. He's like, crawl to your car. Now, listen, I'm not going to pow. Okay, crawling, crawling, crawling. This is so humiliating. I, I love as Elvis is biting him on the ankle. It's all like, doesn't seem to like you much. No, no, he's just, ow, he's playing. He's playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, Rico got kicked out. Um, and then, yeah, this giant greenhouse is complete now. And Vicky's also cooked him a nice little meal. And uh, Monica's being a jealous little bitch. And uh, which, which, yeah, Monica is not having it. She's like, I don't even want to eat it. Oh, yeah, and this is where we find out, what about mom? It's been two and a half years, sweetie. I need to get a nut, you know? Oh, right? Jesus. <laughs> That's basically the conversation. There's yeah. whimsical music over it, but. <laughs> so uh, Rico's like, all right, I'm going to bring in two idiots from New York as my muscle to come get these dinosaurs now. At a thousand dollars a pop. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, did you say millions, Mr. Sano? Because uh, thousand a pop, I, I mean, that's like we should be getting. Million, right? We yeah. should be getting at least twelve hundred. Yeah, yeah, twelve hundred a piece. Yeah, that's a pretty and, good piece of a million, right? Yeah. Oh my god! And it, I love when they actually get to the farm, and you have uh, Stuart Fracken playing Richie walks up and he's all like get the dog and he's all like i don't know mr sago i think we should at least get 1100 i'm like how did you go down yeah how did you lower <laughs> your own value <laughs> they're they're not that smart drew i guess uh, <laughs> I, i'm gonna guess so yeah yeah that's right like monica sneaks out with that danny kid or whatever but then sne- sees sarno in the van or whatever going the other way da, 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 da. and so it's like no take me back home i gotta go you and wish the, is my command, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then uh, the the big muscle guy like goes to the front door and is like, "Excuse me, would you be interested in some Girl Scout cookies?" As like the other two are going around the back to steal the dinosaurs. So He's wait, like, where are the cookies? Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> no free samples. <laughs> yeah, pulls a gun on him. <laughs> I, I think I think he's one of like the best like kind of like you know supporting character actors that you see in random films throughout his career as just like the goon i think he does it so well he's yeah. just funny yeah yeah true <laughs> uh and then yeah the next couple minutes just a bunch of bumblefuckery like it's like ruby's barking and then they're like shut up dog and then i don't know they like slip on something and the dad knocks somebody out and i don't know they're out in the greenhouse and the dinosaurs are flying around oh no no that's right rico eventually gets the gun he's like hey i'm taking vicky and the dog and the dinosaurs and you guys just sit here and count to 500 while i drive away i'm like so he yeah he's taking he's taking vicky because she makes the claim that she's the only one who can keep them alive 
Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yet, yet, despite the fact that she says, Rico, you can't take them out of here. They'll die without this habitat. And I'm like, I don't know. They've been alive for like the past 36 hours. Completely fine. This is they raisin country, the not kitchen. passion fruit country. <laughs> this is raisin country. <laughs> We're in Idaho. That's why we have potato brand potato chips for tips. I, oh man, it, it just seems it seems so peculiar, like how easy they just give up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or more yeah. importantly, how easy the dad oh. immediately gives up. Oh, because, okay. Because, yeah, so they drive off with his girlfriend, the family dog, the five right. dinosaurs. Well, we no, 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 cut- they have four. They have four. Madonna is still in the house. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Madonna, like, flew off or whatever out the, the greenhouse window. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Good call. And then we cut to them having dinner in the no, house. Oh, bre- breakfast. Breakfast. It's the next Was it day. Was the next I morning? Think. Holy shit. It's the next day because there's the newspaper oh already God, having right. having a clip. I mean, it's either been the next day or it's been, like, a full 24 hours <laughs> because there's a there's a whole article about how like there's an exhibit happening yeah that's at right the museum the, the next morning right and, that's, and that's when he like reading that he's like all right well we gotta do something and i'm like motherfucker really you could dad what are you gonna do they have they have ruby and the dinos and what about your girlfriend look listen here i didn't slave over a hot stove for nothing you <laughs> eat those eggs <laughs> you eat your scrambled eggs I'm like, what is, what is happening here? Yeah, so they eventually has a change of heart and is like, you know, it's been two and a half years. I got to get that. Let's go, kids. Yeah. Let's go get our dog back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's worried about the dog. Yeah, so we can put him in that raisin room. We're back in our raisin dungeon. Right. Raisin dungeons. Oh, babe, if uh, we locked sushi in our boiler room, he would just eat our water heater. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, I don't know. The reporters show up at this news conference at the museum, and it's basically playing twenty questions with Sarno. <laughs> They're like, "Well, why? Why are we here, Mister Sarno? I don't know. Guess." animal or mineral what 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 the fuck man this is your press conference right is it is it spiritual and then he's like oh, oh he... uh, yeah so is, I, is it a flock of gold of, of bald eagles a full flock of bald eagles what no you're cold again mr sarno you said i could have an exclusive all right calm down sam but you promised yeah and then he tells them all to leave and i'm like what what is this a trump press conference get the fuck out of here with this <laughs> It's going to be huge. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you're all wrong. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I made the greatest discovery ever. No one else could have done it. Spared no expense. Only me. <laughs> I, I spared no expense because I stole it. Much like the college that I invented. <laughs> Those Indians down in Mexico had no idea what they had. <laughs> I made them build a wall. Anyway, I didn't even finish the wall. (laughs) So then, oh god! So So back to prehistoric. (laughs) So back to prehistoric. Trump. uh, I'm sorry. Rico uh, says, uh, "Like, all right, I'm gonna reveal it now." And uh, like, you see Whitey and Vicky like exchanging these glances back and forth, like wink, wink, wink. Oh well, you know, you know why? Like, first off, like she's not trying to run away. And he's all like, I'm so excited. And she's like, me too. Me too. This is going to be great. Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. can't wait. It's going to be incredible. He he yeah. should have been so, 
I mean, maybe he's just like having delusions of grandeur and he's completely, you know, shoving aside anything that he could see is wrong. But it's like, uh, Rico, why is she agreeing with you? Why is yeah. she so supportive of this happening right now? Yeah. Well, she's been here for five years. She's been brainwashed, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> so then uh, we see Whitey goes to like the rear entrance of the museum. Or the no, no, no! It's store? the, it's the, it's the store. It's the store because yeah. that's where he was. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, because then he's like, he sees you know the kids and um, <clears throat> he sees Madonna or whatever. And he's like, hot dog! What's the wingspan on that squab? You know full well he was staring at the teenage daughter's chest. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then we we I I don't know why are they at the rear entrance? Doesn't matter. Because then we just see them, the family, just casually walk up to the conference, mm-hmm. and uh, Rico sees oh, the them. Oh, da- like, well, the dad. The dad well, yeah, is yeah, the only the one, yeah. The kids go back into, the, I guess, the back storeroom of the antique store, and that's where the rest of the dinos secretly are. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, Dave. But yeah, the dad goes up to the conference, and Rico sees him, and is like, uh, yeah, be, be, behold! <laughs> prehistoric life <laughs> and yeah they pulled the curtain ruff, back ruff, ruff. and ruby's just in a cage ruff, 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 ruff. and the reporters laugh <laughs> sarno you drunk <laughs> and then uh yes something about retrofied white rhino what the fuck is that oh okay so <laughs> When it cut when it cuts back to the storeroom, it says it says does it say retrofied? I swear, a petrified yeah. white rhino. Yeah. So not not only yep. does he have an endangered creature in a box there, but that's it's where petrified. you know they're secretly being stored in a uh, in a I guess a, a cardboard box. Somehow they're trained to stay in the cardboard box until they hear Jerry's voice. I guess yeah, because. Uh... Yeah, they open up the grade and hey, dinosaurs, they're safe. Whitey to the rescue. I guess. <laughs> Thanks, Whitey. No problem. And then uh, we go back to the press conference and Rico's like, you son of a bitch, you humiliated me. And the dad fucking decks him. Plop! <laughs> Drops him. Yep, yep. And then goes and kisses Vicky. And... Uh, and then, yeah, I think uh, Whitey or someone comes by and, like, sees, uh, you know, uh, the dad and Vicky and the kids there and the dinosaurs. And Whitey's like, that's a fine-looking family you got there, Mr. T. And I'm like, that's so mm, weird. That's right, woman. <laughs> I'm take you back to my place. She's a real man, like. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, what if Mr. T was the role of Frank? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> dad? Do you ever think about mom? Nope. <laughs> I pity the fool in... who don't love that woman. <laughs> do, do you think she's in heaven? Mm, probably. <laughs> Listen here, boy. I'm about to tell you something. You need to really be <laughs> those brush strokes when you clean off them fossils. These guys are right. I'm going to clean themselves. Daddy, I want to go hang out with Danny and Spike and Rusty. Hmm. <laughs> And then cut to him beating their asses. Yeah, it'd be great. Jeez. That's prehistoria uh, three, Mr. T. Uh, but the but the very last scene, Steve, we oh, have yeah. Peter Vasquez playing Jefe, which obviously alludes to 
Ooh, a sequel is coming. I just want to know how he possibly knows yeah. that the dinosaurs are in the car. It was in the newspaper. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, they drive off and you see, yeah, Hefe there, like, just standing on the sidewalk, watching them drive by, freeze frame, roll credits, and it's like, what? Okay. But but it has that <laughs> ominous music as he's staring at them. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. He- Hefe knows that they have the ancient ones. That's right. <laughs> Prehistoria 2, The Revenge of Hefe. <laughs> Or Jeffy, depending on where <laughs> But yeah, guys, that's uh that's prehysteria. Uh Drew, would you recommend it? Very much so. Excellent. How about you, Izzy? Oh yeah, this is yeah. fun. Yeah, it's not bad. I <laughs> guys, future Die November, we might be doing the sequels just to see how they compare, but yeah, it's it's a kid show. It the the dinosaurs yeah. are cute little toy sized dinosaurs. And, yeah. You know, like everybody really wants. <laughs> I mean, if you if you have a kid that's like really into dinosaurs, and obviously, it's it's too intense to show them Jurassic Park, and it's a little too traumatizing to show them Land Before Time to watch Littlefoot's mom die. <laughs> this is this is a happy medium. You see, Drew, I was raised on Land Before Time, so so <laughs> Jurassic so Park was, was nothing. Shoot this, <laughs> this is this is why we're the way we are, Steve. Exactly. <laughs> Talk, talking about Mr. T raising a family and trying to kill dogs with raisins. Like you do. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, I, I recommend it, guys. Again, Peacock, Tubi, Freebie. There's no excuse. It's on all the apps. All the free ones, too. Uh, so, yeah, because on that note, we'll take a quick commercial break. Oh, when we come back, though, what? we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, what? and what we learn from Prehysteria! Prehysteria! Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs, snacks, dinosaurs made out of snacks, movie monsters, unicorns, cats, dogs, rats, shrimp, Pokemon, tie-dye, paracord bracelets, paracord dog leashes, enamel pins, coloring books, block prints, watercolor, pet portraits? Buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. 
I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to yeah. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Hey, Stephen Izzy, it's your old pal Mark Summers from the Nickelodeon Days, Double Dare, and many other shows, but uh, I'm here to say everything I learned from movies is unbelievable. What a great job you guys have done. Please tell me you don't feed Twinkies to the cats. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. They get better every week. Ah, babe, I don't know about you, but ah, I'm a little thirsty. Oh, that's weird. I'm a little sober. Oh, I got a little something for that. Let's see. Ooh, in this giant 32-ounce crowler yeah! from Rooster's Brewing, we have their Black Widow Amber Lager. Yeah! You know, in honor of all the Black Widow spires crawling around that raisin room. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, guys, it's a basement or attic or something. It's <laughs> it's where you keep a dog and your livelihood. <laughs> uh <laughs> My top? <laughs> ah, his top. Nice. Ooh. And I'm not even going to get into they have the dog right in the back of the truck, which I had a friend's yeah. dog get de- de- uh, decapitated? decapitated right in the back of the truck, so I'm <laughs> sort of anti-putting oh. dogs in the back of the truck. Oh, they, you know, they, he had a... They, <laughs> have you they, seen Hereditary? <laughs> they they clipped his little leash, you know, his little, little leash on the collar, and they had him tied down. And he tried to jump out while they were on the freeway. And oh, no! His little head popped right off. Oh, no! So the poor... <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of head. Oh, my dog! <laughs> Is that what the dog's head? Jesus Christ. So guys, please do not tie your dog in... The, don't put your dog in the back of trucks. Just don't do it. Yeah, put him in the crawl space. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Put them in the toolbox. Shove them in a crawl space. Put them in the toolbox. Huh? Then if anyone tries to steal your tools, they'll be really surprised. Exactly. Because it'll be full of dog shit. <laughs> Alright, the that, poor. That's what we're going for, right? Yeah, that's, the, that's what, exactly what we're going for. Alright, the poor. This is a beautiful Ooh. amber-colored beverage. Ooh, it's got a very foamy head because oh, Steve poured it hard. Well, if I didn't, it was going to pour all over me. Sorry, babe. That's what a crawler is all about. Yeah. Well, I just sucked that head. Yeah. It is delicious. Lightly hoppy. Ooh. Very malt forward. Yeah, definitely more uh, malty on the aroma, but definitely a little hoppier on the, on the, the taste. Yeah. yeah, definitely hoppy. Uh, like like being an amber lager compared to a Mertzen or yeah. even like a... <laughs> Uh, Negro Modelo or something like that, but yeah, definitely on the hoppier end of yeah, those kind of beers. It's like your favorite hoppy red. Mm-hmm. Delightful. Oh, 
Good Drew, stuff. you drinking anything over there? I'm I'm sipping on a uh, a cup of uh, <clears throat> uh, coffee. It, it is the oh gosh, Death Brew. No, what is it called? Oh, death it's like proof it's, coffee or something like that. Yeah, Death Proof. Yeah, it's the uh, like the strongest strongest coffee apparently. I, I enjoy it. it. It gives a little kick, but not uh, not to the point where I don't know. I'm I'm jittery. Straight from the Valley de los Muertos, home of Hefe and his ancestors. <laughs> Sorry, not death, death, death proof. That's that's Danny Trejo. Uh, death wish coffee. <laughs> More like death sploosh. Oh, all over. <laughs> oh, it's on my face. All right. So... <laughs> 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 I'm wondering how many listeners we just lost, but also how many we just gained. <laughs> right. <laughs> Daddy? <Anyway>. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So... <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm we just playing out... clips from the movie. Don't mind me. We bring out the best in people. That's right. Mm, this is true. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of bringing out the best, anybody interested in some fun facts about this movie? Only if they're yes. fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. Okay. All right, Rotten Tomatoes. Officially, there's only two reviews, so there's no official score from real critics, but their scores were 5 out of 10 and 3 out of 4, so I'll call that 50%. But nobody gives a fuck about them critics. What about that audience? Critics! Drew, any guesses? Oh, man. I don't know. I, I want to say, like, 45 is he? Um, I'm gonna say sixty. Drew's closest at thirty-nine percent with the audience. Oh, Aww, that's still much. that's. I was even thinking forty-five was too low, but I don't know. It's yeah. it's it's a uh, what is it? It's Moonbeam. It's full you know full moon productions. Yeah. It had the highest home video thing. I thought that would be a little higher than that. Yeah, I say, was it released in uh, uh, theaters or whatever? But yeah, top uh, video rental of 1993. And it right. was Moonbeam Entertainment's first film. Yep. There you go. It was also the first lead role of Brian, uh, Brian Austin Green, I was about to say. Uh, Austin <laughs> O'Brien. <laughs> Before Last Action Hero. That's right. And My Girl 2. And of course, Lawnmower Man 2, Job's War. Slash Beyond and, Cyberspace. Slash and I think, wasn't he also in Lawnmower Man 1 as well? He was, he reprised, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Rise of the Machines? <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Oh, shit. Wait. First Lawnmower reprised... Man was before this, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it uh, like 90? 1991? This was his first, like, yeah, like, lead role. Lawnmower oh, Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, lead role. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Lawnmower Man was 1992, so he would have been in that right before this. Right. Okay, okay. That's right, in the second one. He's the weird guy who lives all alone, right? Austin O'Brien? The kid? No, he's the kid. Oh, he's just the kid. Okay. He's a kid like two no, years no, he, older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, okay. he, he, <laughs> just, he just surprised his role, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's the one that's like, oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> hanging out with Job uh, two years ago, <laughs> though it's like 40 years in technology time. <laughs> he, was, he was the lawnmower guy, a bit of a tard, but yeah. <laughs> now he's some sort of god. Guys, it's a movie. Jeez. We did it. Check it out. Uh, Albert Band directed most of the exterior scenes, while Charles Band directed the interior scenes. 
Band of Brothers, I say. Uh, <laughs> uh, some of the actors playing reporters in the scene, uh, the uh, the scene of Mr. Sword introducing the mini dinos are actually family members of Charles Band and Austin O'Brien, respectively. Hey! Mm-hmm. hey. <laughs> I mean, the parents have to be on set either way, so... Yeah. <laughs> but, we've reached the most important part. What did we learn from Prehysteria? Uh, Drew, as our guest, would you like to go first? Well, I learned that you can actually trust janitors, specifically ones that are creepy and named Whitey, to come in and really save the day. Yeah, always trust Whitey. Thanks, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, babe, how about you? Uh, I learned keep your dog in the basement boiler room surrounded by raisins and uh, uh, force human emotions upon her. <laughs> okay. Um, I learned... When I'm looking for a potato chip, I want potato brand potato chips for dips, specifically. Yes! <laughs> and, and also, you know, sometimes when your girlfriend, your family dog, and your livelihood of dinosaurs that you discovered are kidnapped, give it a good 24 hours to really bring a plan together, I guess. I don't know. And then have nothing to do with that plan other than you show up at the end to deck somebody in the face. Right. Hmm. Well, Drew, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us here on everything I learned. I'm just going to smile and nod at you, Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, but yes, thank you for coming. Um, I understand you also have a podcast? Oh, we do. We do. Uh, so myself, my friends Jack and Nathan, we are part of the Real Feels podcast. It's not podcast. just one person named Jack and Nathan. We made that. Yeah, <laughs> we, we made time. that mistake last time. Uh, so every two weeks on uh, Wednesdays, we drop an episode where we feature a different movie genre, where we pair a movie with it, and uh, we just love to sit back, talk about the movie, talk about life, how it relates to us, and all that, all that good stuff. So yeah, you can uh, you can find us up on really any podcatcher out there. You can uh, s- social media. Just search for the Real Feels Podcast. We're up on Twitter at Real Feels Pod, and uh, and you can also drop yeah. a message on the Tooch line. <gasps> oh yes, we we do have a hotline. It is called the Tooch line. It is six six one three seven six zero zero three zero. We'd we'd love for you to reach out in Tooch space. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, Get in t- you guys mentioned in the last episode like you haven't had one since like last February or something. And I'm like, oh. Feb- February was the official last uh, voicemail. So yeah. So if anybody wants to get in touch with us, you can call the Tooch line. Steve, and uh, start calling the Tooch line. I've got a program to my phone, so I would, right. I would, I would love prank calls to the Tooch line. That's fine. <laughs> well, the conversation with Cameron, I just you'll just get meow, 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 meow. <laughs> done, done deal. Meow, meow, meow. Watch Congo. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you, Drew. Uh, Izzy, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. It's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. You can also find my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com. And you can find me over on Patreon at Untidy Venus. 
for $4 a month, you could join my Sticker of the Month Club if you'd like. Every month I mail you a sticker and a handwritten note. And the stickers I have designed, they're all waterproof, UV-resistant vinyl. Super amazing. Uh, see pictures of my pets and whatnot. Steve? Yes. Where can we find you? You can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. Working us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Um, yeah, guys, we're ah, man, we got a we got a lot of Dino November coming up. Yeah. And then we got the last month coming up. Movies with last yeah. in the title. And then 2023, we got to figure out what we're going to be doing. So if you have any ideas, oh, hit us up shit. at EILF Movies. I, you know, I mean, maybe we'll just have to do like a Drew Shine January or a Drew Shine January. Yeah. Ooh. Drew Shine? Movies where or... we drink Drew Shine. Oh, no. <laughs> movies that drive us to drinking. Hill... <laughs> movies that drive us to drink. Hillbillies. Oh, Shine Hillbillies. Oh, there we go. You can do like, you can do one of the, one of the many wrong turn sequels. <laughs> oh, uh, babe. Oh. I. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Uh, and I was uh, the other day. Oh, um, I forget where I got from, but the the term roadkill movies came up. Oh no! And so I was thinking like road games and like Wrong Turn, and <gasps> Joyride, yes. and the car. You know, all those like middle of rest stop, you mean, like, dead stop. Yeah, yes. <laughs> monster Man or whatever that one about the guy with the monster truck. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. There were ideas thrown out, so Ooh, that may be I like coming. It. I like it. <laughs> There's there's uh, one that I I, I kind of shifted over to Paul, and I don't know if I send it to you, Steve, but I was watching Big Bang Theory, and they they came up with an idea: movies that killed the franchise. Oh, I've got a list of those too. Okay, <laughs> I think that's so I think that'd be a fun. So many Fantastic right? Four movies. No, I don't that <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be a fun a uh, fun little uh, list. Yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. Maybe come in 2023. Woo! <laughs> Woo! So yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Drew. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye-bye.